after the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. What a day to kick off the new calendar year in Scottish football. So many big games, big results, uh, big talking points. And now it's over to you to let us know what you made of them. So just to give you uh, a flavour of what you missed, if for some reason you're just catching up the early game finished, Rangers 2, Celtic 2, get all your thoughts in on the open line right now, please. Three o'clock games, Aberdeen nil, Ross County nil, Hearts 3, Hibs nil, Kilmarnock nil, St Mirren nil. Livingston 1, Motherwell 1 and St Johnston 0, Dundee United 1 I will get you a full time story from Tynecastle very soon whilst you get your calls in uh, In the Championship, Dundee 2 are both 4 Hamilton Ackies 0, Wraith Rovers 1 Inverness 6, Cove Rangers 1 Queen's Park 2, Partick Thistle 0 Only a couple of games down the league Airdrie 3, FC Edinburgh 5 Peterhead 0, Montrose 0 And in League 2, 4 from 0 Elgin City 1 We're back Hugh, we're back with yeah. a new year and there are plenty of talking points. Yeah, obviously the day is dominated by the Rangers-Celtic game and result. Very good afternoon for Ange Postacoglu, whose team did not play to their capabilities, but they truly never stop. And they didn't until Kyogo Furuhashi made it 2-2 from close range. They remain nine points ahead of Rangers. They have a vastly superior goal difference. It is effectively ten points. And if you'd offered Celtic a nine stroke ten point lead on the second of January at the start of the season, they would have taken your hand off. Come on then, let's hear from you. What did you make of it? What was good, what was bad, what was somewhere in the middle? Get your thoughts in and whilst you do, I'll give you that full time picture. Let's go and speak to Gabriel at Tynecastle. Time in the Edinburgh Derby and it's Hearts 3 hits nil. Lawrence Shankland's first half race should Hearts in control and Stephen Humphrey sealed the win with a third in stoppage time. It was a horrendous start for the business in the eighth minute. Will Fish making his first start for the club failed to shed the ball out of play. Great work from Tammy Devlin who tackled it into the bar with Josh Ginelli who hammered the loose ball at David Marshall who could only parry it to captain Lawrence Shankland who truly poked it home. In the 38th minute it was two. And Toby Civic had the ball in the back of the net. The referee Terry's flag blowed his whistle. We weren't sure what for. He went over to the AR. First of all, he was checking if it was offside the goal. Then he checked it for a handball. And even in real time, it did appear that Rocky Bashiri, the hip defender, had handled it nearly on the line. It took over five minutes to check. But Lawrence Shanklin eventually got the ball in the spot and he dispatched expertly. Hides the keeper's left. His 18th goal of the season. Although Hearts were in control, Hibs had a couple of half chances in the first 45. And the best thing when Eli Luan was suddenly through, racing through one-on-one. He slowed right down and there was a brilliant recovery tackle on Toby Civic. It was an even game in the second half. Hibs did have the better chances, although Hearts never really looked like losing the match. Sander Clark's biggest save came in peculiar fashion. Hibs midfielder Joe Newell tackled the Hearts defender at the edge of the box. The ball ricocheted off his shin. Looked like it was flying into the top corner, but a great save in the end. And the game was then rounded off by Stephen Humphreys, who was put through. He showed great strength and pace to defenders. Slid the ball past David Marshall, queuing wild celebrations. Hibs are really struggling now. They have lost nine of their past 11 games. They stay in eighth place, and the pressure has surely cranked up a notch on manager Lee Johnson. But Hearts are unbeaten in this fixture. In the last eight meetings, the bragging rights stay in Gorgie, and they are now five points clear in third place with a game in hand over Aberdeen. Full time in Edinburgh, Hearts 3, Hibernian nil. 
Sounds like a derby atmosphere there as well Good victory for Hearts Troubles continuing for Hibs Let's bring in Paddy who's a Celtic fan from Moss Park What's on your mind after that today Paddy? Hi, uh, hello I'm, I've, uh, Happy New Year to you first of all Thank you, same to you uh, I thought um, going into the game I thought Celtic were massive favourites um, Going into the game I don't think there was any doubt about that uh, I thought we had a brilliant start, brilliant start. Um, Made got gets to go, and I thought the first twenty minutes we were all over them. I thought we should have just seen the game out. Uh, but as soon as Joe Hart made that mistake, uh, we else we, we let them back in the game. And uh, I thought when Taylor came off for Aranovic, I thought, I thought Aranovic was absolutely shocking. Um, and then second half, Rangers just turned into a completely different team. Uh, I said to the producer. Um, Earlier on, I thought the the goal obviously Kent scored. I don't if you looked at obviously Aranovic, uh, he was so far forward, it was unbelievable. He gave so much space to Kala, and then obviously tried to make a tackle twice. Never got no, never got near him, and um, obviously gives Kent mm-hmm. Kala gives the ball to Kent and then he scores the goal. And uh, the penalty, I mean, I don't, I won't lie, I mean, I, I, I don't know, I don't know. But for first, first of all, I don't know why Starfield goes to uh, goes to ground. In the first place, for me, Takala is going absolutely nowhere, absolutely nowhere, and uh, um, for me, it's a, a stonewall, play, stonewall penalty. I know some Celtic fans won't agree with that, but um, for saying all the Celtic fans, some Celtic fans will say, um, "Oh, he's, he's stood, stood, stood in the foot of Starfield," but for me, it's a penalty. And then uh, the thing I don't get it at all, but I don't know why Ange doesn't. Bring him more substitutions. He waits till the seventy-fifth minute to bring Yakimakis and Jota on. That did, did change the game. I thought Adam Moy and all. I thought he changed the game as well for me. And um, it's a it's a it's a point. It's a point in the end, but um, not convincing at all. Hugh, not convincing at all, but a point in the end. Is that about sum it up for you? Yeah, I mean, for the Celtic fans, they can go tonight and enjoy themselves because no harm done. The Rangers fans are frustrated because they thought they had the game won. The manager thought they had the game won. That's why he made the subs that he did. Uh, so it's been a good day for Celtic. And, uh, you know, just to go back to what Paddy said about why didn't Ange Postacoglu make substitutions earlier, the, the most telling thing is he kept Kyogo on and also he brought on players laterally who did make a difference I, I thought he played the substitution game very well I wasn't entirely convinced by his original 11-man selection But at the end of the day Celtic have played their football The way Ange Postacoglu wants them to play And while they were not anything like at their best They have got a very good point um, Paddy's right Gordon in that Jackie Marcus and Jota came on in the 77th minute but they were also the fourth and fifth changes Celtic made. Mm-hmm. So for a start, just based on the number, Celtic made five changes. Rangers made three, and the last of them, what you know, was in the seventy seventh minute. Is that is that much of a cause for concern? No, no. I think you've got to trust in what the manager's doing. He seems to get it right, and he certainly got it right today. Uh, some fans may argue, well, if he makes changes earlier, they can go and win the game. I'm not getting caught up in the Joe Hart Morelis incident that changed the game against Celtic because the game at half time one nil up. I think where Rangers responded was, um, you know, Michael Beale changed one or two things, had them a bit quicker to the ball, a better press, and what what gives you the confidence is a goal from Kent right after half time. Mm. That gives everybody yeah. in the stadium 
an absolute brilliant lift. We'll never know what you can because you, you can't prove these things. We'll never know the cause, but you would say that Celtic pretty much dominated up until that Joe Hart mistake, and then it changed. Like yeah. I say, it might be a coincidence, but yeah. But I, I never looked at that after that and thought Rangers would go and win the game. But after half time. Um, and you're looking at a 15 minute break And they come out and Kent scores a magnificent goal I think the Rangers players Their body language changed If they think Yeah we could go and win this today They'd got their cell in the front They had the three points And the big decision was always going to be In Michael Beale What do you do? Do you stick with your three points? Or do you try and really kill this game? A lot of Rangers fans have been on this phone and saying we should have went right at it. I can totally understand where Rangers manager because he's got them in his hands. If he'd have went at it and Celtic had broken up the part and scored, he'd have come in for criticism and be gone. You should have seen the mm. game out. Mark, but I think Celtic deserve I, a bit of credit. I disagree with the Joe Hart incident with us. I think at that moment, Celtic were controlling the game and they weren't even at their best. And the Ibrox crowd... Might have been getting on the Rangers players back But as soon as you make a mistake like that Out of absolutely nothing When the opposition haven't created anything And it allows them uh, An effort and goal That Kent probably should have scored And it hits the post The full place gets a lift Now after that came Maybe three or four corners in a row Morelos probably should have hit the target Maybe should have scored with the second one at least And Rangers are going in to half time A different team from what they were If Celtic had just controlled the, the full of the first half to come out They're obviously much better They're at it They get the goal right away Which helps the game And I thought the game Changed a little At that moment in time Okay let's hear from Ange Postacoglu Don't think we've done that yet Thank you to Paddy Here is what the Celtic manager Had to say Yeah it was a Cracking game of football um, Good derby um, Yeah Both teams going at it uh, Yeah we started the game Really well And then um, yeah, We just lost our way A little bit I thought Last sort of 10 minutes, 15 minutes of the first half, we just, uh, you know, we're giving the ball away unnecessarily and <laughs> uncharacteristically for us, um, you know, without a great deal of pressure. And, uh, yeah, that allowed them to get a little bit of sort of belief. And uh, obviously, then the start of the second half, they kind of, they came out really strong. And, <clears throat> you know, we uh, we struggled to get the grips of the game. But then, uh, yeah, again, you know, when it was required, the players... Yeah, found the will and the character to um, to get a goal late to uh, to get us a result. Yeah, I mentioned the people. I mean, they're just they're human beings, mate. You know, it's like it's uh, it's a big occasion, big game, and uh, yeah, like I said, we started so well, and then <coughs> we just like I said, it it doesn't take much. I think to be fair, I think Greg going off sort of didn't help us because the balance of the team kind of got a bit out of whack, and then yeah, like I said, but there was still even within that context. Just giving the ball away cheaply, which we don't normally do, and as I said, you know, you got to you got to understand the human beings, and you know, not going to be uh, you know perfect all the time. And you know, I guess the beauty of it is, within that context, though, they they still uh, you know found a way because it would have been easy. I think a two-one with the crowd, the way it was, and the way the game was going for us, sort of sort of be resigned to our fate that it's not our day. But yeah, you know, this group of players have, have never done that, and they didn't today. Well, you can not say fairer than that That they found a way Which is the Celtic way uh, And he is admitting that they were not at their best Not perfect all the time And that is obviously an allowable excuse You can't be perfect all of the time They've now won 18 of 20 games One draw, one defeat That's some record, some going And... 
when required, as he said, they found mm. the will and the character, and yeah. that's that's why they got the draw. Let's bring in John, who's a Rangers fan from Cambus Lang. What was your take on things today, John? Hi, panel. How are you doing? Okay, I've got two points to make today. Um, first one being, um, I think <laughs> that is a turning of the tide. Um, folk were writing Rangers off. They were saying that Rangers were going to lose significantly. Mr. Keevans, you can dress up any way you want. But at the end of the day, if Celtic went to the end and they didn't stop, they'd have won 3-2. So therefore, <clears throat> you're valid, your points are valid. And I do believe that there's not a Celtic fan in the land out there that is now, what can I say, worried about what Michael Beale's going to bring to Rangers. So to recap that last part, you think every Celtic fan in the land is worried about Michael Beale? 100%. There was a big victory for Celtic mm. today. It wasn't there. Well, I mean, there wasn't one for sure, Hugh. Can, no, can't argue no. with that. Is every, do you think every Celtic fan in the land is, is worried about Michael Beale? Uh, no. Um, Michael Beale is doing a, a, a very good job initially for Rangers, four wins and one draw. But Michael Beale knows better than anyone that the, the squad needs a, a significant overhaul. Uh, the reason why I quoted Ange Postacoglu as saying that uh, Celtic found the will, found the character. They got the draw that Michael Beale thought was beyond them. And when he brought on uh, James Sands, he was showing that he thought it was beyond Celtic. And Kyogre came up with a goal. Uh, so I never for one moment believed that it would be a big victory for Celtic. I said to you I thought it would be 2-1 for Celtic. But then when I saw the Celtic team, my confidence in the 2-1 had uh, lessened quite a bit. However, it is a very good point for Celtic and it means, I think, that Celtic will see out the league for sure. But I don't think that Celtic fans are thinking, oh, that's the turning of a corner for Rangers. Rangers, under Michael Beale, know that significant change is necessary to provide a bigger challenge to Celtic. I kind of thought this would happen, John, where you know some fans would... Put their own spin on it Opposition fans would put another Because I'm seeing Celtic fans Sending us tweets on the back of this Saying Well actually Celtic played pretty poorly today Rangers at home advantage And you still couldn't beat us So therefore We feel like we're in a pretty good place And so on You wouldn't recognise any of that? Everybody knows Rangers haven't been in a great place And to pick up Hugh's point um, Rangers and Michael Beale know That they need strengthen And Well they are going to strengthen And that should be Celtic's worry Because when they do strengthen if we can get a, a draw for Celtic today, then once we strengthen, Michael Beale knows what's required. He's dominated Celtic in the past, and he'll do it again. I mean, what if the signings aren't good? You know, it's just just an assumption that you, you sign players and you're better, and then Celtic get worse, isn't it? You know, it's it's tough to predict that, is it not? I think if we can get a tune out of this team that he's that he's got just now, which he has, the last four games of one, then drew this one against Celtic, <coughs> we were we were meant to be getting beat significantly, which didn't happen. So. You give him the the budget or finances to bring in the players he needs to bring in. He'll turn this around, and then it'll be back in your favour. But you we, said that, 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 that you everyone said Celtic were going to win this game significantly. Who said that? Some Celtic every, fans. Every, every Celtic supporter you speak to. But that, yeah, but you've called that important, though. Is it like yeah? That's just what happens. I, kind of. I'm just surprised that John has has looked at that from a Rangers point of view and seen a performance that was worth. You know, heavy praise from his side. I don't think either side were particularly good. I thought Celtic were poor in the second half than Rangers were. 
But if I was a Rangers fan I wouldn't be looking at that and saying The tide has turned I can see a significant difference in my team I thought there's still a lot of improvement To be done from Beal's side I think even Beal would admit that He has done in the past four games Said that they've been disjointed And I didn't see anything today That would have any Celtic fan worried The only good thing that they can take Was that they didn't get beat at Ibrox Because it would have been catastrophic For Beal in his fifth game To get beat from Celtic at Ibrox And hand the title over So that's the only plus point I can see Do you think Gordon Will Celtic fans be worried uh, absolutely not um, There's absolutely no chance I, I've not seen anything in Rangers That I would think Oh, the Rangers fans will be really excited Has he come in and improved? Yes Now, the one thing I like about Michael Bale is He's very upfront. He's very honest He's talking about Look, we've made four or five steps going forward But we need to make more I think you've got to be fair to Rangers manager I think he's got to get his own players in Gordon In January in the summer I don't think the league is within touching distance for him I think that's gone, it went today He came in for a little bit of criticism Off of one or two of the Rangers supporters About tactically today Which he'll learn from Because he's just, you know, he's his own man now He's got to make big, big decisions He made a big decision today And some Rangers fans didn't agree with it With bringing on Sands and moving Sakala But that's just part and parcel of the game I think it's too early I think Michael Beale needs... His transfer windows He needs his time to work with his players Get his style of football over Then he can maybe be a threat to Celtic Thank you very much to John and Cambus Lang I am very late for this break already So give us a call We'll try and get you on next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Call Robert Accident Repair Why call your insurance? Let Robert take away the hassle the games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. It feels like a Saturday, but it's not a Saturday. We just had six big games in the Scottish Premiership to get stuck right into on a new calendar year. Of course, it kicked off at Ibrooks, and that's what lots of the calls have been about. But with any luck, we'll hear from the managers from the Edinburgh Derby before the end of the show although by all accounts they're taking their time to get into that press room so we'll see what happens there let's bring in Gus who is a Celtic fan from Calder Bank uh, what's your point tonight Gus? My point is quite simple I think the, the game changed uh, monumentally when Greg Taylor went off and they put Juranovic at left back and from then onwards I thought it was uh, damage limitation I don't think I uh, recalled Juranovic having a worse game in a Celtic strip he totally fluffed his lines and how uh, Big Ange uh, kept the man on the park for the duration of the game is beyond me. When I looked at mistake after mistake, the fact that he lost 5-10 yards on his opponent, Sakala, who wasn't having a particularly good game up until that point, but I hold Juranovic uh, uh, responsible for both goals. Uh, the first one, the way he lost the ball in the middle of the park, and the second one, where he led to the penalty, I thought he was very weak in the tackle. And I detected, at the end of the day, a, play, a player who was less than committed to the task today, or the job in hand. And uh, Big Angie is uh, much loaded with the Celtic fans, but I thought today, uh, tactically, he got it man- monumentally wrong with his left-back positioning after Greg Taylor left the park. Yeah, what did you make of Juranovic, Mark? I'm pretty much in the same lines as Gus And I said it all throughout the game And after it That I was surprising that He, he chose to bring on Juranovic When the reason for 
Apparently not playing him at right back Was he was under the weather So then I can I can excuse Juranovic for his performance Because he obviously wasn't 100% I've been there before You're ill You're not feeling up to it You, you don't get choked You're sitting there on the bench You're thinking I'm, I'm out of the firing line here Thank goodness for that And then you're thrust into it Now I could understand it If there was no other left back there But you've brought a left back in In the summer To challenge Greg Taylor If Greg Taylor gets injured Why wouldn't you pick Burnaby to go on now It's not as if Burnaby's Put on a Celtic shirt And he looks miles off it I mean Daz Daz goes on How impressed he's been With Burnaby since he's come in And I think he's done fine But Taylor's just better Juranovic had won his worst games But I would excuse the performance Due to obviously the way he was feeling I think you can honestly take him off Gus When he comes on 20 minutes in um, You know under any circumstances That would be quite drastic I don't know if you Then factor in the fa- in the, the point That he's meant to be On the verge of a big move away Do you think Ange Postacoglu Was ever going to take him off? I've, I've been told that uh, Angie And this is Through people who are involved In, in, in somewhat The Celtic uh, Kind of line I've been told that he's a ruthless uh, Performer If he's ruthless Then you must see Within 40 I would give the guy To 60 minutes And say right We need to change Burnaby the other night Against Hibs I thought he played Very very well When uh, Greg Taylor Went off injured I think it's inexcusable Today that we left The man on And don't forget The guy's not comfortable At left back We understand that But to leave him on For the duration And the mistake After mistake I counted one thing That he'd done right and the whole 70 minutes was on the game. Everything I saw was a mistake, 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 or out of position. So it wasn't as if it was a, 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 a one or two issues. It was multiple issues. And in a game such as that, where Rangers could have put a marker down, and I do believe the Rangers fans are deluded, by the way, tonight, if they think they're going to go on and do anything. I think that was Rangers at their optimum today. I think Celtic then went into a decline, a very, very serious decline. And I include a point that uh, James Forrest, I thought, was very poor. I thought Matt Riley was quite shocking and I thought Aaron Mu, Aaron Moy when he came on changed the game in the sense he put a kind of enforcer influence in the middle of the part and he didn't lose much mm. but I just thought that the way the, the tactics became 70 minutes it was quite clear and that everyone was going down the right wing and I thought Johnson the right wing had a very the left wing sorry I thought Johnson the right wing had a very very good performance and I called out a couple of Celtic uh, supporters before that who told me it was a poor poor uh, team selection I said Johnson will be one of your better players today he definitely will be but the selection of Juranovic obviously he's clearly going because the the performance wasn't there his concentration levels were shocking that's the other side of it Hugh look he is Ange Postacoglu said he'd been struggling yep. illness wise before the game is that a factor <laughs> on a footballing sense everyone here is going to allow their mind to wander was it anything to do with potentially leaving? Was there a commitment issue? Is that the last time you see him in a Celtic shirt and so on? I don't think it's a commitment issue. He had a shocking day of it. Uh, I found his appearance as a sub to be a surprise because Burnaby was there and could and should have been brought on. Um, because if Ange Postacoglu is aware of an illness problem prior to the game, why put Juranovic uh, mm-hmm. on in what is not his accustomed position. I agree with you, I would not have taken him off because the reputational damage was bad enough today. A player that you are hoping to get millions of pounds for, the reputational damage was bad enough. If you if you sub the sub, how does that look? Reputation's one thing though, Gordon. I wonder about practically today though. You take 
You take that change again You make a second mm. change at left back Moy, Jakimakis, Abada or Jota Pick one because they don't come on That's right Because yeah. you've just made another change At left back So But, but seeing, the, seeing the fact of saying You know You don't sub the sub You could easily get away with it today Because of the circumstances By saying mm. Look We took a gamble on Juranovic Playing at left back shouldn't be a problem Because yeah. he's a quality player Gordon I get that But he done but, but absolute what, nightmare I'm talking about Let's bear in mind the way the game's panning out So it isn't the blink of an eye It's only 8 minutes into the second half That you're 2-1 down, right? So you're not going to have made the change prior to that Obviously, right? It's only come on in the 21st minute In the blink of an eye after the second half You're 2-1 down If you're Ange Postacoglu Your th- decision-making process is Forward-thinking I want to get as many forward-thinking changes on Because mm-hmm. I do it every week And I like Jota And I like Jackie Marcus mm-hmm. And I like Abada Um can Josip Juranovic Croatian international Who's done a good turn Might be even a stinker today Can he do me Can he do me a turn Can he see out the game And allow me to To make more attacking I, I think changes that's, I think that's the decision The Celtic manager went for I think he looked at The, the overall picture Chasing the game 2-1 Saying right Okay we'll see how we go Remember You're talking about A Croatian international That's going to go for millions And a lot of top clubs Wanting him Yes, he had a very, very poor game. Can you excuse him? Was it an illness? We don't know how how uh, badly affected he was, but he certainly didn't play particularly well. I thought substitutions from Celtic were good in the sense that I thought Aaron Moy came on and brought a bit of composure to it. Um, and then obviously I thought the biggest one, and I said it on this programme, I know it would have been very easy, and we've seen it week in, week out. Jack Amakis comes on, Kyogo goes off. He doesn't. He keeps the two of them on, and he gets his rewards. Maybe one for midweek, Mark, but in the context of today, you, what is next for Juranovic? Was it the last time we see him in a Celtic shirt? Be a strange performance to end on after yeah. all he's done, um, or maybe not? Well, I, I don't think today's performance was anything to do with lack of commitment from him. I think it was pretty clear that he was ill. He went in. I know you're laughing and you've maybe scoffed at half time. I said that I would have taken him off at half time. And then you have to deal with the evidence. After the break, he had a hand in both goals and could not complete a pass. So for me, that was a bad decision from Postacoglu. He got away with it further on. I know, but the, what, I think the, the point I was trying there's ruthless, right? As, as Gus says, there's yeah. ruthless and they're subbing one of your biggest assets after 34 minutes. Yeah, but. At 24 minutes, my, when, my arithmetic when is. You've off. already come out and says before the game, this guy's, know, he's not well, that's why minutes. he's. But it would be different if he went on and did all right and you thought, I'm not getting enough out and going forward. You could clearly see and that he wasn't all there and it's nothing to do with commitment. He was obviously not at it today. I've never seen a player though brought on in the first half and subbed after 24 um, minutes ever in your footballing uh, existence. Listen, yeah. I, 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 took, I put a player on, subbed him after about 15. <laughs> but look, exactly. there, there is a exactly. difference here, Gordon. I, I'm not saying he went on and had a nightmare and you take him back off. He clearly wasn't right. And Rangers... Gus is right Rangers played down that side And that's where Both goals came from What's next for him Somebody needs to put a bid in That's what's next Before Ange, he goes anywhere Or Ange he'll be Buster sitting on the bench again Ange Postacoglu said Of his team They're only human beings And today They didn't play well uh, Ange Postacoglu Is only a human being as well And today He didn't think Very well I, I, the, 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 the whole idea of playing James Forrest Backfired He, he contributed nothing um, the idea of bringing on Juranovic at left back when Burnaby is sitting there, someone you've paid £4 million pounds for, uh, was questionable. And when you saw what happened with Juranovic thereafter, it was questionable in the extreme. So Ange Postacoglu has had an 
imperfect day But He's got away with it Because he's got a point I was going to say Gus You sound overall Quite frustrated A lot that annoyed you Do you take any Any joy in the fact That it is a point Then it's You know Another point closer To the title Nine points Still the gap You were told Your nine point advantage You were told Your twenty point Your twenty goal difference By the end of the day It's uh, A big lesson for them That you can't be too complacent With a bigger picture here At the end of the day They've got to look at it And say we learn from this and hopefully when Rangers come to Celtic Park in two or three months' time, then they can give them a, a wee lesson in the aspects of football that maybe Angie would be uh, kind of proud of, like, say, the pressing game. Because at the end of the day, the second half today was quite disastrous for Celtic. There was no pressing game there. It was containment, and it was a poor, poor advertisement for all that we've been told about the present Celtic team. And I do believe as well that Joe Hart, if he keeps continuing to do what he's doing as a goalkeeper, where he's a, kind of, how would you say, ponderous. Uh, I would say Seagrass maybe deserves a wee chance here to go, just to shake him up. This is not the first time Joe Hart's been proved to be less than, uh, should we say, enthusiastic with getting the ball away from his feet. And he's caught about a couple of times. A better player than Morelos today would have got him. Uh, and he got very, very lucky there. So there was a lot of pointers there for Celtic today. A uh, couple of warriors there, like Carl, Carl, uh, the Bickers boy and the Johnson. I thought I thought Carl McGregor was very quiet in the middle of the part. Uh, Hashi here, I thought he was very, very quiet until he got a goal. But then that's what good players do. They crop up whenever uh, the, the, the game allows it. Uh, but over the piece, Celtic gave Rangers uh, kind of way back into some kind of belief. But there's, there's going to be no doubt at the end of the day that they shall to win this league and they won it quite comfortably because I think Rangers eventually will I think that was Rangers optimum performance today and it was Celtic on a downward spiral which will be reversed by the end of next week The Rangers we saw today will not be the Rangers we see next season you know if Rangers had won today it would be about bragging rights party hats and streamers but it would not tell the full story and Michael Beale will know better than anyone that the Rangers team of today will will bear no resemblance to the Rangers team of August. Uh, but with regard to Joe Hart, uh, I agree with Gus part of the way. Uh, I think Joe Hart with the ball at his feet is a scare for everyone concerned. He seems to think that time stands still when the ball is at his feet. He takes an eternity to do anything and then he almost lost it to Morelos today. Um, I think Benji Seagrest is due a, a, a shot to be perfectly fair um, But I would also point out that after his mistake mm. Joe Hart then bailed himself out with a tremendous save to turn the ball onto the post Maybe a sign of the way the game went That Gus's standout was Cameron Carter-Vickers you know, You're used mm. to Celtic's yeah. attacking flair players catching the eye Obviously honourable mention to Alistair Johnson for uh, his debut who who gets Rangers nods Fashion Sakala That you can provide the The names But it maybe tells you a bit About how the game How the game I think went. so I think you're right to mention Carter Vickers Because I thought he was solid Throughout Won his duels when needed But the big one Was when Tillman broke through At 2-1 Going into the last 10 minutes And he makes an outstanding block And You know If it wasn't for him I could have been game set in match So Once again a standout for Celtic And if he's taken out that team then you you really notice he's missing. And I thought second half Sakala for Rangers mm. uh, probably was a more influential player, Gordon. I felt for him because he was 
playing in a position that for me he was enjoying. He knew he had the beating down the right hand side. He was getting on the ball. He was contributing. And then all of a sudden, because of a substitution with Morelos, he's pushed into that middle. He's not comfortable in there. That He can't play in there. That's not his game. Uh, but I thought he was a big plus. And I do think that the lad, Alistair Johnston, right back for Celtic's debut, you know, he, he handled himself very well. Some people will say, oh, I could get better, uh, quicker to Ken and close that down. But Ryan Kent's goal was absolute top class. Uh, thank you to Gus It's 01419511025 And we will take more of your calls next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Call Robert Accident Repair Run a fleet of vehicles Let Robert manage them whatever the accident After they play You have your say 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard's open line we're going to hear hopefully from managers from the Edinburgh Derby Race against time to squeeze them in before the end of the show Let's speak to Thomas, who's a Rangers fan first though What have you got for us tonight, Thomas? Uh, well, I watched the game today I was the, Even if Rangers won the day, it wouldn't have made any difference I'm one of them realistic ones I've seen Rangers Celtic teams for decades now it's a, good, it's a good Celtic team, it's no Merlin It's not a great Celtic team I know I mean, they've got more resources in all these teams, Ross County, same as Rangers. So you're expected to beat these teams 3 4 nothing. What it comes down to now is the board with Rangers. They've got to back Bill because he's already shown and he's saying all the right things, unlike Van Bronckers. He's identifying some of these players. I, I don't believe for a minute he'd be play, uh, playing Morelis if Kolak and Roof and players like that were fit. Because it, it's obviously, you can see he's got the problems he's there. And you've got Souter and Hallander, Hadji, all these injuries, Lawrence. There's a lot, a lot of problems with Rangers, but it's going to come down to backing Bill because Bill's, he will get it right. He'll make mistakes, just like the day, maybe people can say he maybe made a mistake with the subs. But again, I, I don't know. I don't I don't think he was trying to suit the game. I think Rangers should have went for another one. But as I said, Celtic, listen, they're a, they're a good team, but they're, they're no, they've got one team to beat. I'd get the better in it's Celtic and same in other ways the shoes in other foot the way it's other way as well but the back that it just purely comes down to the board backing them because they will identify good players and the ones that in these days ship out the eyebrows mm-hmm. because there's ones there they're just a waste of a jersey they're definitely no pulling their weight and they're no doing a job for Rangers I think Kent showed today that he'd be worthy of a contract extension uh, anyone who's capable of pulling a goal at that uh, out of the hat Then you know, you, you've, you've got to be Thinking about keeping them I wouldn't keep Morelos But the problem is I can't think of anyone Who'd take him um, And well, His Thomas contract is, will be up So the end of yeah, the year yeah, anyway yeah. But Thomas is right That, uh, that there's a, an overhaul On the way uh, And Michael Beale I think will do A very good job for Rangers Thomas is right You only have to finish above Celtic Likewise Celtic Only have to finish above Rangers But he knows, Michael Beale, that what he's got at his disposal right now won't do. And therefore, in January and throughout the summer, players will have to be moved out and others will have to be brought in. And it then becomes a test of Douglas Park, the chairman, and those in the director's box because... Um, Michael Beale will need the financial backing To mm. do all that he needs to do It's amazing how quickly this changes Gordon I, You'll remember under Brendan Rodgers etc And Celtic's dominant era We used to get calls 
saying, look, look at the strength of the bench. Look, look at the bench. You know, the squads are completely different. Then when things started to fall apart for Celtic and Rangers won the league, people were saying the same thing in reverse. And all of a sudden, I can see it again. Bombarded with tweets today talking about how Celtic brought on Juranovic, Moy, Jakimakis, Abada, Jota. Uh, Rangers brought on James Sands, Scott Wright, Ryan Jack, um, albeit Cholak, Ruth Farfield, you know, we're, we're still on the bench. But I've seen a lot of Rangers fans pointing that out. Whether that's fair or accurate, I'll let you decide. I think it's going to take time for Rangers. It's a rebuilding for me, Gordon. Uh, Celtic's squad is far stronger than Rangers. Of that, there's no doubt. If you dare quietly ask Michael Bale which squad would you rather take just now, it certainly takes Celtic's with the squad that they've got. He needs time, he needs his transfer windows in He needs to get one or two players shipped out He obviously knows the direction he wants to take Rangers as a football club I think he's got the backing of everyone at Ibrox Which is good Because he will need time to do that And put over his own you know, personal touch on it With his players and brandy football He's walked into injury after injury And I'm not making excuses for him uh, Did he get one or two calls wrong today? Yeah, probably if he looks back in hindsight, he think, yeah, I did. But that's all about learning because he's not been a manager a very long time. Um, but I think Rangers are going down the right road with Michael B. How do you look at this then, Thomas? You're saying even if Rangers won today, you don't think it would have meant much in the context of a title race. So are you writing this season off completely? Does it become about having to win the Cups? You know, what, What's your mindset? I don't think they're going to win the league. I think most Rangers fans, they're realistic. We, we, you know when... They're, they're not, they're, the amount of injuries and the way they're playing and the way they've been the way Van Bronckhurst left them it's that they, they, they've got a lot of work to do and as I said even if they did win the day I certainly wasn't I wouldn't have went, went over the top about it you know and I wouldn't I don't, I don't put it down either Celtic having an off day and all that. Celtic are a good team they're no this fantastic brilliant team I mean we're in Scottish football here it's the Scottish League we just it comes down to the resources and getting it right, the manager getting it right with the players. I they've got they've maybe recruited a bit better than Rangers than they have. But I mean both both can be true though, surely Thomas. Like we, this would be a never ending conversation that wouldn't really go anywhere if you want to start going, Oh, this Celtic team is not as good as the Celtic team from whatever year or, or you know, whatever you're trying to spin it that way. But Celtic still had an off day today, didn't they? And uh, listen, Rangers might take credit for that as well, but that's clearly not the usual performance level. But well, I mean, it's Scottish football. It's, it's, you've got to be realistic. I mean I, I mean, I can go back years ago when Rangers are taking seven half the team got St Murray and Kenny Miller was scoring five. I used to say to guys, hold on, it's St Murray we're mm. playing today. You know, you've got to get into context. I Celtic are the best, better team than you, and they're good. But it's clear where Rangers have got to address it. It's clear. And we've got a manager there who looks as though he knows his, his stuff and he knows where he needs to address it. He looks confident. You could tell his reaction at Aberdeen. He didn't go over the top there. He knows we're in a bad way just now. Yeah. It just feels like that stuff never really goes anywhere, Mark. I remember when Celtic were winning everything under Brendan Rodgers, Rangers fans used to say, ah, but, but we're on our knees just now. We're coming back from third division and, and, and we're rubbish. And then when Rangers won the league, Celtic, ah, but look, we've fallen apart. And Neil Lennon and, <laughs> and Dubai and everybody's out of contract and yeah. Edward wants to leave. And now it's the you know, Celtic aren't that good anyway. That that just kind of flips and flops all the time, oh, does listen, it not? You've got to... Oh. Thomas said earlier you've got to put it in the context Context is that Celtic play in Scotland They have done forever, they will do forever Same as Rangers, so if they're the best team In Scotland, well That's what you have to deal with Now he's right in terms of Rangers have to address it And get somewhere closer That's the big job that Bill has in his hands 
Rangers fans steam, seem still to trust him That he's the right man to do it Time will tell Let's squeeze in Robbie Nielsen Victorious in the Edinburgh version today I actually thought I'd started the game better than us You know, they were territory-wise And we managed to get a partner Obviously the goal settled us down The rest of the first half were pretty comfortable But the second half we started to sit a wee bit deeper And a wee bit more direct in a play And you know, that was probably the disappointing thing That we, we didn't continue what we were doing But to be fair to Hibs credit they, they were more aggressive in the press in the second half And made it difficult First of all, I thought Shankland does what Shankland does best You know, the first goal he's predatory He's running about the box But I also think that he you know, leads the line so well When you've got Gino running about him He's patient, he's linking the game And dropping in I think we've seen a new dimension to him Which is, is great to see uh, It's not he's, you know a top player still you know he's he's never really relied on blistering pace so he just understands the game he drops and he takes it and we've moved him at the central goal and he's really building the game for us and even today you know he has tried to nullify him by putting uh, McCurdy on him first and then McGuinness to try and stop it but he still finds spaces and he still controls the game so delighted with him for us you know, I've said it all the time it's just about winning the next game you know if you get too carried away and say you want to do X, Y and Z and a month's time three months time six months time you forget about what the next game is and for us the next game is St we need to go down there and win you know once we take care of that it gets the next one and then that builds momentum so we've had a, a decent start after the World Cup break but you know if we get to Saturday and we don't turn up then it Sum it all up for us today Hugh Evans. Significant afternoon In terms of the championship Because Celtic did not play At their scintillating best But hung in Long enough for Kyogo To score his first goal In an old firm match And how important it was 2-2 Celtic with a vastly superior goal difference Effectively 10 points clear of Rangers Only a super optimist would see Rangers winning the title from this distance. But at Hibs and at Aberdeen, I hear the sound of rumbling and grumbling from supporters who don't like the fact that Aberdeen have got one point from their last 15 and Hibs are now nine defeats from 11. Plenty of drama to kick off 2023. The new year means absolute guarantees on high drama in Scottish football because that's always the way we do it. We'll look back on all of today's action and there was a lot that we didn't even get to today. So we'll do that tomorrow evening from six o'clock with Mark Wilson and Gordon DL. I'm already looking forward to it. It should be a fantastic year. Happy New Year again from all of us. And Amber is up next.